In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Induct-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program. Let me try that again. The Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co-Indoc Pro, Episode 41. <laughs> that was the sound of a bomb going down. Pew. Chinese balloon. Chinese balloon. Biden's shooting him down, everybody. Pew, pew. Now he's taking some heat for it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Episode 41. Sponsor of the show is Myers Meets. Dude came through. Dude came through. Showed up at my house. Naked? Yep. Yes. With a whole bunch of meat sticks. And a huge boner. Trying to pick the right one. Put your lips on it. Liquid D. Uh, yeah. Showed up at my house. I was in the middle of uh, my cabinet. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was in the middle of my cabinet project. Yeah. And uh, pretty nice. I was. I had. I was taped into the living room. I was doing a dust. I was uh, sanding, so it was plasticed off and dusted in there and stuff. And uh, so yeah, he showed up. Hooked us up, brought two tonight. I told him that I'd review the mango habanero one uh, live on the live. air, live from Studio G. Gonna do it live, but not really live because we Fuck record we this. Live. Yep, and then we record this and then we uh, put it on tomorrow, so it's not really live. It's live to us though. It's live to us. We're here, so we're live right now. So, but I did, I cracked open, he gave me three different kinds, the regular pepperoni, the willies, willies, and then mango habanero. And I, I cracked open the willies and started it without you boys. And it's pretty damn good. We'll see you guys later. Later. Uh, just lock up when you're done. Okay? Well, I felt bad because I was originally going to do it last week and then uh, whatever happened can't remember what i think i worked we were gonna re- we were gonna record a different day and then i ended up working yeah. late yeah um shit happens yeah so i was originally gonna do it that day and then um i didn't want to wait too long because i figured he was probably crying inside that i hadn't <laughs> sent him a text message 
<laughs> so I was like, better break it open, dude. So I busted it open. Me and the enforcer got down and ate some, and it was good. It's good. Gobbly gobbly. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. Luke, don't touch that. Um, here's the thing, people. I talked with Myers Meats, Meyer, Meyer from Myers Meats, and I said, listen, dude. You know, as soon as we started talking about Myers Meats on the last episode, guarantee a bunch of people started Googling that shit. Here's the thing, people. It's so underground, it's not even available to anybody but us three. Yeah. So, sorry. Liquid or sorry, but the sponsor of the show is still Myers Meats, and then the unofficial, official, unofficial is Liquid Death. There we go. Liquid D. Lizzle Dizzle. Get your lips on one. Ah. We hit a milestone, boys. What are you doing with... What is that thing? He's messing with the gateway to hell. What is it? It's the puzzle box from Hellraiser. I know, but... like, what, it, what, Is it supposed to be like one of those Rubik's Cubes? Whoa. That was Luke. Luke right. opened it. <laughs> he opened it. That was... Boom. The puzzle box. <laughs> anyway. What was I talking about? Oh, we hit a milestone, boys. Yeah, so... We got... Over 5,000 downloads in under 52 weeks. Actually, 48 weeks. Damn. Holy shit. Slow clap, everybody. We had we had over 5,000 downloads, dude. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty good. And we don't do any advertising. We have no social media and no no way for anybody to contact us except through info.cohen.pro at yahoo.com. Yahoo or Yahoo.com. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo.com. Yahoo. 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 Um, so thanks to everybody out there who's been yeah. listening. Here, here. Insane. Yeah. That was the sunlight official <laughs> symbol of. <laughs> People probably don't understand what we're talking about. So to bring you all in on the inside joke of the sunlight, Luke, take it away. <clears throat> what are you dumping this on me for? Was your shit, dog? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I thought we, it'd be funnier that one of you guys were we making would fun buy of me. Some so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, PV. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I was looking at Luke when. <laughs> okay, PV. <laughs> With the wannabe Schecter, like. Crackle well, that print. one was a what was series that? series ten. Oh my bad, <laughs> yeah. series ten, kind of like Quality. series six. Yeah, Quality. oh that's line six. Yeah, well that that was the guitar, the, the crackle paint. Yeah, and then I had did have the PV. God, Scorpion piece of shit amp. I had the best and distortion got from uh, the big D's. D's. It's fucking smelled it's like got a cigarette smoke. With a speaker in it, man. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Sounds good. Although I will say the 5150 sounded pretty fucking good. That's actually a pretty decent amp. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much better than... And with the Basson cabinet, thing was pretty heavy. Yeah. Sunlight. So, sunlight, everybody. Back to sunlight. (laughs) There used to be in between our houses, meaning Jake and Luke's parents' house and my parents' house, (laughs) in between our houses, there was a really small, I can't remember the name of the shop. I was trying to think of it the other day. Diggs? 
No, it wasn't gigs. It was something else. It was the one that was on the corner of uh, Laytaw. Laytaw and Overland. It was gigs. No, it wasn't gigs, dude. Yeah, because then gigs moved over to Orchard. Are you sure? Yeah. Because uh, what's his name? Uh, Rick. Rick Schroeder. It was gigs. The, it was the really small. I remember it was. Old it was small. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, was, it was gigs. gigs. Okay, yeah. okay. So Everybody these guys uh, fire station. Yeah, or just down the. Yeah, street. down, down yep. further. Yeah, where the um that imp- uh, African import mm-hmm. place caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> used to be a place called Gigs, and it was uh, used musician musical stuff. And I didn't have a lot of money, and I was supposed to be the drummer of the band. <laughs> So uh, I went in there and bought a cymbal. I think it was supposed to be a ride cymbal, like a 20-inch ride, right? <laughs> I think that's what it was supposed to be. And it was off the wall. The brand was Sunlight, which has probably never been a brand. It was probably <laughs> something that some dude made in his garage <laughs> trying to start his cymbal company. It was and garbage. It fell <laughs> on his face. But it looked like it felt like vinyl, like a record. And when you hit it, it sounded like a trash can lid like this. <laughs> that sounds so sick. It's actually, this actually, it's, the liquid death sounds better. <laughs> so in order to make it sound a little bit better and less shitty, I think I put duct tape under it. Remember? To kind of like yeah. get rid of some of the ring. It sounded like crap. But I was also playing a CB700. With uh, black drum heads. With black drum heads. Ah, sunlight. There you go. So they make uh, drum thrones. Drum thrones. That's cool. That worked. Gave that to me for free. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. Sure. Just don't put all your weight on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> <Animatized> dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bicycle seat about the seat. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's the sunlight story. So every time you hear us talk about that, when we say the sunlight, we're talking about the... Or hit a liquid death. Or hit a liquid death. That's what it sounds like. Oh, that's way too clean. Yeah, that sounds like a hydro flask. (laughs) They're actually like 40 bucks. Whoa, let's not dent that thing. Uh, Anyway. Big man in campus. So yeah, we did. We hit a milestone. We've got a lot of listeners. Yeah, uh, that was not from that. (laughs) That was from a small, thin pen. (laughs) Metal pen. Dude, you can almost play... That almost sounded exactly like the song. That was like a perfect cover right there. We did it. Anyway, that's it, folks. We're out. See ya later. (laughs) (sighs) Other than the my the major milestone that we hit, Luke and I figured out that we are reigning Nerf champs over all the punk ass little kids in town. (laughs) We went to the Nerf place and just wrecked every kid in there for like ten games straight. Yeah. It was pretty badass. You must be very proud of yourselves. Yep. We went full savage mode on them. Kids were getting mad, starting to throw fits, telling their parents, we gotta we gotta get the guys with the gray beards. <laughs> you wanna take this out in the parking lot, bitch? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, kid. <laughs> it was just calling like Billy Madison. Yeah, they shit. called us cheaters. It's like, dude, we're just wrecking you guys. Uh, it was a good time. 
But I'll tell you one thing, dude. I had to pretty much like level four decontaminate on my way home, like in the garage with the freaking clean shower before I went in the house. Like there was enough germs in that place that Fauci could have studied for the next hundred years. He didn't even need to go to freaking Fort Detrick, dude. Yeah. He could have gone that place. And there wasn't even a ball pit in there, huh? No. Ooh. Nerf. It was fun. It was fun. It's a good time. Took the kids there. Rocking and rolling. Realized how fucking old I am afterward. Like my back and neck were so sore. The next day? Well, after. Oh, really? I was like, (laughs) 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 oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Well, I guess in news this week, uh, since last week. We shot down like what five Chinese spy spy balloons, and counting. But I also heard something today where somebody was saying that they really were meteorological. So I make don't sure know. you say that right. Meteorological, meteorological. There you go. Is that the word? I think so. Because of episodes past. Yeah, we need to. Can you get new clarification? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not nuclear, dude. It's nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear. Gosh. No. Nuclear. 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 Let's go with that. Nuclear. Yeah. There's no, there's two like U's. Nuclear. Nuclear. Thing. <laughs> I, I, was, I was watching out my balls. Nuclear. <laughs> One of them nuclear things. And I object. <laughs> Videocracy. Good flick. Hi. Good night. Hi everyone, dude. He's looking rough. You bro. see that? Yeah, there bro. Was a, another one. Of that, that I think you sent that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He's looking bad. Fetterneck, him. Fetterneck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember the uh, the SNL skit when they were making fun of uh, Kevin Federline? That was I'm like sure Brit- that is. Britney Spears' like okay. husband for like two weeks or something. I think it was Justin Timberlake was playing. He's like. Better line, yo. It's like doing an underwear commercial. Better line, yo. Better neck, yo. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is me and my friend. Too soon, dude. Too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. Thing needs to pop out. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't put any water on it, dude. It'd be like a gremlin. <laughs> we were talking about the Was it water for the gremlins or not yeah. feed them? Both. Feed them after midnight mm-hmm. and no water? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. Yep. That's a pretty dark Christmas movie. You okay over there? Poppin' yeah. zits? Nope. Leg zits? That's actually MRSA, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I, I would know. actually know. I know a guy who knows. He knows his cousins. Yeah, somebody had to have friends. their leg Seen drained. It on the internet. Yeah, it was <laughs> Saw not, it on the internet. It was not good. And then they had to have their leg packed with gauze. It was terrible. I've never seen anything like that. Me neither. It was disgusting. It was weird. Uh, another news. Uh, there was another active shooter in Michigan, which is pretty awesome. Uh, another turd that mm-hmm. doesn't have the balls to... You know, pick a real fight. You ain't got the balls. You ain't got the balls, fool. Oh, you're dead. My bad. Not really. They killed him, didn't they? Or he killed himself. I think he killed himself. Like a big pussy. 
Big man on campus, dude. Mm-hmm. Big swinging dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> now, there are some interesting things that are surrounding that. One of our listeners did send us some stuff that was really interesting. I think I forwarded it. The uh, Chinese stuff that was related. There was a lawsuit going oh, on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Lawsuit with some Chinese uh, things. So I read the article that they sent. I'm going to do a little bit more digging and maybe talk about it maybe next week. Cool. I just didn't have time to get totally in the weeds. But it's good, and it's really interesting information. But it has to do with some lawsuits that are going on and then also with Michigan State specifically. And Mm -hmm. so there was a theory maybe that maybe this is the reason why this lawsuit thing maybe maybe had something to do with it, dude. A little cover-up. Yeah. Leave people on the edge of their seats. Yep, Cohen Doc Pro is the only place you'll hear it. Kind of like the cover-up with that... um, ACHD thing? <laughs> no, the uh, train derailment over in Ohio. Dude. It's like nobody's talking about it. Anymore. Nobody's talking about it, bro. Did you – They there was like um, vinyl – what was it? Vinyl chloride that got mm-hmm. dumped on this train derailment into the Ohio River Basin. And potentially it's going to like seep into – and affect the groundwater or like all the water sources in like Ohio, West Virginia, all of Kentucky, all of Tennessee, parts of Virginia. It's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. And no, and then they then in order because it had leaked into the water source in the Ohio River Basin. So then they started lighting it on fire to like burn it off. I'm like, oh, good, yeah. Let's put it. Let's just breathe it in instead. Mm-hmm. But I heard that they were telling everybody that it's not a big deal, and then people were like, well, "Putting why it. are all my chickens dead now?" <laughs> yeah, and then people's faces were getting burned from like the chemicals in the air, and um, that they were going back into the area, mm-hmm. and then people were like pouring water in their water tap, and it was like obvious that it was in. There was like a, a oil film on, film it. on it. It's it's crazy, man. And then there was like three or four other trains. There was like been like what 13 train der- derailments or something like that this year mm-hmm. in two months it's like okay bill gates we get it you're in charge dude okay mm. well you know uh, oh, here's the thing like uh I, he's dead you know, uh, <laughs> yeah bill what just go buy a bathrobe dude yeah <laughs> that's all i'm saying anyway in other news, um, I ate an entire container of Brookies. What is that? Brookies? No idea. From Albertsons? They're like cookies and brownies oh. mixed. So it's like Never one. Heard of them. Oh, bro. One layer is chocolate brownie, and then the top layer is a chocolate chip cookie. Is it? Dude, they're amazing. Is it just like mixed in? You no, just... it's they're like they're like brownies or cookies, like. Oh, yeah. It's a, okay. It's like a double layer. Dude, they're amazing. You ate the whole thing? Uh, well, the entire container. Yes, I did. <laughs> Dude, why are you talking shit, man? Just because... I was trying to figure out what it was. That's what it is right there. Bam. And that's the container? That was the last one. Yeah, that was the container. Fuck's sake. There was only nine or 12. 
or 18. 18. I don't know. <laughs> and what was it, like an inch and a half thick? About that. Jesus Christ, man. It's <laughs> a lot of sugar. Dude, they're good. I, listen, man, I got a thing, all right? It's yeah. called sugar addiction. Yeah. And it's real. I know you come in eating all the candy down here. I know. Me That's and Steamroller Steve yeah. and, and Steamroller Steve. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chris coming in with his... <laughs> Give it me. Give Flicking me. everything in the bowl, trying to get to the bottom to get the one thing. It's like, bro, just eat everything that's on top. It's cool, dude. But, it's, all, it's all candy. But you wouldn't eat... What peeps. Did I, well, peeps. There was something else I had down there. I was like, dude, oh, that big marshmallow thing. Yeah. I just said peeps. Marshmallow well, peeps. But it's the chocolate. Cone. Yeah, but those are gross. Now, maybe we should try microwaving it and see what it does. Oh, they get big. Oh. Big. Bowling ball big. You gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta really keep an eye on that microwave. <laughs> you don't want to mess. Uh, yeah. And other news. We had the Super Bowl. Nothing super crazy, just a weird halftime show with the Scarlet Whore, and then at the very end, some symbolism of the Illuminati. But other than that, no big deal. Yep. They kicked a 33-yard field goal. Last time out, what, 11 seconds? Yep. No, yep. totally huh. totally normal. Uh, that was a strange Super Bowl halftime performance. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Not as weird as Katy Perry one, but it well, was it's because Katy Perry kissed a girl and liked it. Remember that song? No. That was the song she sang. Oh, don't follow her. Yeah, she's lame. <laughs> I got a special burp for her. It's brewing right now. <laughs> it's called a fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could go either way, dog. I don't know which way it's, it's gonna like go. You know, I mean? yeah, it's like it's going. It's like a. It's like a level, level bubble. It's going up and down. Could go either way. Get on your side, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like I lay on my left side. I will say we came over a little bit early, and Jake made his famous breakfast burritos for Luke and I, and they were money. They were good. I didn't believe that this dude could actually cook something that good, and I, I was wrong. Got it down, dog. Go to bed. Snuggle up. <laughs> it, was, it was good. <laughs> here, here. Ping, ping. Thank money. you, Sunlight. Yes. Glad you guys enjoyed. Yeah, those were good. This episode was brought to you by Jake's Famous Burritos and Sunlight Symbols. <laughs> Everybody should buy one. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Like a marching band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else? I did see that one headline. I was trying to find it for you guys again where the CDC came out and said that the masks did nothing. <laughs> Weird. Thanks. I was trying to find it. I found, I saw it twice and I didn't, didn't send it. And then when I text you guys again, I was trying to find it and I couldn't find it again. But. There's something about the... Uh, there's going to be a new bird flu. Hmm. Oh, thank you for giving us the heads up, Bill. Yeah. We appreciate that. Oh, you know, you're welcome. Oh, like, uh... That guy. I didn't see that, but... <clears throat> you didn't see what? About a bird flu. But I just keep seeing the one about him buying up more and more land and all that shit. Yeah. 
and then causing more and more chicken farms to randomly catch on fire and airplanes crash into them and trains derailing and what else can you come up with dude well everything is run off microsoft yeah <laughs> it's crazy vaccine included <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing about the vaccine uh, that that lawsuit that's going on between moderna and they're oh, yeah. trying to say that the u.s should be responsible for some kind of like a patent infringement the whole thing is just bizarre because I'm like, why are you guys so worried about this patent infringement thing? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Money dog. Yep. Money talks. That's the money symbol. The money sign. The uh, auditory. Money. You're better at it than me. I can only do three fingers. Because I got so much money dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's got a studio. It does. Whoa. Jesus Ooh. fucking Christ, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why'd you hand me that towel, dog? Fucking A. <laughs> He's got microfiber towels. Microfiber <laughs> What is this over here? What is this thing? Is this a chamois wow? Sham wow? I don't know what the fuck it is. Don't worry, everybody. There was only a small amount of liquid death that was actually spilled. Jesus. You know what? This shit is over. <laughs> I I'm out of here. Breakfast burritos. <laughs> breakfast burritos, and all you do is spill <laughs> D juice everywhere. <laughs> Slapping all over the walls. Let's keep let's keep this towel nearby, yeah. just in case we have another Big. accident. Luke's got uh, a chest full of D over here. <laughs> Sorry. It just came off wrong. Not my, not my fault. <laughs> I almost ruined my notes on that one, boys. It's a good thing only one drop hit the notepad. The rest of it hit Jake's table. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it hit the electronics. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird cube that Luke keeps playing with. You guys got anything else? I don't think Just so. a huge boner. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we're going to... We're going to take care of that right now. <laughs> First time ever on this show live. We're going to take care of that thing. Take both of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was almost a spitting of D everywhere. D juice all over your microphone. You short everything out around here. He don't swallow. <laughs> yep. Gulp that down, son. So I think today we're going to kind of finish off the uh, JFK stuff for a little bit. And then maybe take a break. And then maybe there's some stuff that I've been reading recently on the JFK stuff that I'd like to really just kind of digest and then come back later and maybe hit a couple episodes. So take a pause for a little bit. Talk about some other things. So today kind of to wrap up the nine parts or whatever we've talked about JFK maybe we started this in November and it's now <laughs> February yeah. yeah but we missed a bunch of weeks yeah, in there so there were some yeah there were some weeks we were off 
But uh, some of the stuff is some of the kind of the seemingly potential occultic connections, occult-ish connections to the Kennedy assassination and Dealey Plaza. I just thought were weird. That kind of kept coming up during, like, just research during the whole Kennedy thing. Like, something would pop up here, and then something would come up over here, and it's just kind of like, what the hell, you know? And that was one of those things where we talked about the motivation of the assassination it seemed like if there was motivation for the things that we had talked about and there's also a maybe potential secret society type of connection to it that maybe if they were going to do it it's like hey well we might as well do it in this big ritualistic fashion right so mm-hmm. like thinking about the super bowl <clears throat> halftime show it's like obvious that the the super bowl is just a gigantic money maker there's not really anything cool about i mean i don't watch football but it's just kind of like okay it's a football game right whatever but there's like so much money thrown into the advertising the halftime show the commercial the blah 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 blah, the production and it's just like it's a big show dude it's like the oscars Mm -hmm. you know but every single time that they have a halftime show the halftime show is like over the top like bizarro same thing with the commonwealth games that they did last year mm-hmm. was that and the one with the big bowl yeah the big bowl and they're like weird. yeah and they're like you know trying to train this bowl and then some chick gets up and rides it and it's just like over in your face like this you know just bizarre like satanic kind of weird shit um so that's a that's the kind of stuff that kept coming up to me like in the kennedy assassination where it was just like okay well all there's so many people that are connected to like secret societies or occultic kind of things that it's like i guess if they're going to take the king out maybe they're going to do it in like a ritualistic fashion you know it's going to be the, this big ritual magic like the apollo program mm-hmm. you know in a place that's has a lot of symbolism and it's tied to the secret society yeah exactly so it's almost like <clears throat> I don't know. I would I would really like to figure out I just don't have the time and the energy, well, mostly the time to figure out where, you know, like the researching where they were potentially going to do the stuff if it was going to be in Miami or Chicago, if they were going to take them out cuz they had like the three different locations picked. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's where I kind of got this stuff from, but um so I wanted to talk about the different people or groups of people that maybe we talked about that had motive to kill Kennedy and then maybe their their connections or whatever to the secret society. So some of the, like, the key players that we talked about that came up in the Kennedy assassination in various you know facets like Lyndon Johnson, first degree Freemason, uh, didn't supposedly he didn't advance past the first degree but who knows like how accurate some of that stuff is you know because mm-hmm. if we got in there it's like i gotta do what nah fuck that or went all the way and then just didn't want didn't you want know the wanted to be out or you know maybe they keep it quiet or i don't know i mean so who knows but definitely was a, f- a first degree freemason out of like the dallas area uh gerald ford who went on to be in the Warren Commission and then obviously a president uh, in the 70s, received his 33rd degree of Freemasonry um, in 1962, Hmm. uh, two months before Kennedy was assassinated. 
So it's kind of weird. Uh, Earl Warren, the main dude of the Warren Commission, was also a Freemason. And he also had um, ties to the lo Loyal Order of the Moose, which didn't the Occult Rejects guys, when they did a breakdown on the Loyal Order of the Moose, didn't you have to be a high-level Mason in order to get to the Moose? Or was that the Shriners or... I, I can't remember. They did one of, there was one or two of I the think, other offshoots. That I think it was the Shriners you had to be invited from the Masons. But there was something else with the Moose Lodge that was really fucked up. The Moose Lodge was the one that was connected to all the little, the boys and stuff. And that was the one that. And they uh, had like a shit ton of money too. Yeah, and they were the ones that were tied to um, John Wayne Gacy in the Signature mm -hmm. Series. Yeah. <laughs> the Gacy Signature Series. Um, also, an interesting thing about uh, Earl Warren when I was reading about him is he was also, so he's a Freemason, alleged, alleged to be potentially a 33rd degree Mason, but he's also the father-in-law <clears throat> to Charles... John Charles Daly, mm. who was the host of What's My Line with Dorothy Kilgallen. Mm. Old No Chin. Hmm. Wow. Beaker. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that a weird connection? Mm -hmm. That you have him, he's, he's a high-level Mason, or potentially, and then he's also on the Warren Commission who's doing the investigation into the assassination of John Kennedy and then he's also the father-in-law to the host, the co-host of the journalist who was killed by potentially mm. some people involved in that whole plot. So, so a very strange connection. Weird. Uh, but he was alleged to be the Grand Master of the Masons of California from 35 to 36. So he goes back a little ways. He's like yeah. old school. Old school Mason. Wow. Another interesting connection to Freemasonry and the uh, Kennedy assassination. Uh, old Sheriff Bill Decker, who was in the lead car of the motorcade with Curry, the police chief, Jesse Curry, and then the other people, he was a Freemason. So the sheriff of Dallas County was a Freemason. And then this one is super interesting. Dallas PD detective Paul Bentley, who incidentally is the person who arrested Oswald, Oswald <laughs> in the uh, theater, and punched him in the face that gave him the black eye. He was a 32nd degree Freemason. And the hand that he hit him with, he was wearing his 32nd degree Freemasonry ring hmm. when he hit Oswald in the face. wonder how often you get a ring. Probably not until you're way up there. Nice ring. All hey. hands. Yeah, get them on every nuck. Mm. Mm. Mm, gangsters. Mm, 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 mm. You line them up onto each knuckle. <laughs> you got brassies. <laughs> got some brassies on. But, dude, think about that. Isn't that weird that the guy that ends up finding him after he kills J.D. Tippett 
happens to be a 32nd degree Freemason and happens to punch him in the face with a fist that happens to have a 32nd degree Freemasonry ring on it. And then that ring ended up when the dude died, got sold for like 10 grand. Damn. Yeah, from his like daughter-in-law or some some family member that ended up getting bequeathed all this shit. She ends up selling it and then authenticating that that was his ring. That was Paul Bentley's ring. I, I read this interesting article on it. I was like, what the so hell? So it's like Ace Ventura when he gets punched with the ring. And he goes, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that weird, though, dude? I, I mean, wonder how long after that he became a 33rd degree. That's exactly what I thought, too, dude. You know, funny you said that. I was just getting ready to say <laughs> that exact same thing. That's mindfuck, dude. You know, that's interesting. I was just getting ready to take a drink at the exact same time you were. Believe it or not. Uh, other people that were involved. Um, the one and only, obviously, Mr. J. Edgar Hoover of the FBI was a famous 33rd degree Freemason. He got his 33rd degree in 1955. He initiated in 1920 from what I was reading. Hmm. And then, yeah, so... We talked about like the missing phone call, the Oswald missing phone call, and some of the connections with the Bureau and the COINTELPRO stuff that was going on back then. And I don't know, man, there were a lot of people in D.C. that just couldn't couldn't shake old J. Edgar. Mm-hmm. That, that guy seemed <clears throat> to always have dirt on somebody. That dude was... Uh... Pretty cool guy. Yeah. After so, after the assassination, when Johnson took over, Johnson actually changed the rule, the the federal rule for Hoover, where it was like you had like a mandatory retirement age of seventy in the federal system, and he he made it exempt for him. Mm. So he ended up actually like, I think he served until seventy two. Mm. Seventy two. Weird. And then he died of a heart attack. Probably got heart attacked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Alan Dulles. This one was kind of weird. Alan Dulles, uh, the director of the CIA that was fired by Kennedy over the Bay of Pigs uh, invasion and that whole fiasco. I had read that he was Knights of Malta, but then I also came across some stuff that said that he was actually a 33rd degree Freemason. So that one, I don't know. Mm. Not me. That was me. So it wasn't me. Burrito. Mm. Burrito butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So I don't know. It wouldn't Either, surprise me. Yeah. Either way, there's secret society stuff. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And I, and as far as I understand, like a lot of those all kind of branched off of the same initial, initial like mystery schools from the same area and they all kind of have the same similar foundation mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we have Alan Dulles, Arlen Specter, who the guy that came up with the magic bullet theory, and then he was also an Air Force uh, Office of Special Investigations agent prior to, uh, and he was on the um, uh, shitting 
you know, the, the thing, man. Come on, man. You know the thing. Yeah, the achievers. The achievers, man. He was on the Warren Commission, I believe. Mm. But, yeah, so he was also tied in with the Freemasons. Um, and then Richard Russell, the famous senator on the Warren Commission, and then also a big-time white supremacist, which people seem to not really remember that. Nobody mentions that... Um, Somebody on the Warren Commission was like a hardcore white supremacist. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. But Trump okay. Trump tried to uh, take over January 6th, just so you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, Richard Helms, who became the director of the... Dude, you getting another one? You got another D up in there? Yep. That's what she said. <laughs> up Sybil Shepherd <laughs> two D's in one night <laughs> she's dead right I don't think so okay I was just joking <laughs> maybe I don't, don't know. sue me <laughs> like pig on a spit <laughs> give that a cracker crack that bee and slurp it off dude <laughs> There we go, Luke. Good job. Uh, Richard Helms, who became the CIA director. Old Dick Helms. Old Dick Helms. <laughs> uh, he was also the dude that ordered the destruction of all the MK Ultra documents during the right before or during the church committee. Mm. Um, but he was also tied to the Freemasons, supposedly. So, And the Warren Commission, out of seven people, four of them were Masons, so... A lot hmm. of people were Masons that were involved in the investigation after the fact. Imagine how long all those meetings took to get through all the secret handshakes with all the Doctor, 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 It's like, no, no, we're almost done, Doug. <laughs> and then on to the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> you mess my robo fool. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that was kind of, and, and there's way more people obviously that were involved. I'm sure that had connections to Mason masonry, but um, on the higher level connection of it, kind of like the known people. No, the big big names. Yeah, and the people that would I mean all of those people would have potential pull or influence in whether it be the sheriff or the Dallas PD guy that has like local pull that could do something at the local level for them and then at the federal level and then congressional hearing level. You know what I'm saying? Like there's mm -hmm. just different levels that these dudes all had a different degrees. Boom. Look at this guy. Mm -hmm. Dropping knowledge. Mic drop. I don't want to touch my mic. It'll start buzzing. <laughs> so, so that was kind of some of the weird stuff around the overall picture that had connections to Freemasonry. Maybe it's nothing. Who knows? But then looking at Dealey Plaza itself, like Dealey Plaza is kind of like a, just a weird, strange thing in itself where it's kind of like if you're going to kill a dude and you're going to redirect him and you're going to do it in Dallas – and that's the place you do it, there's got to be symbolism to it. Mm -hmm. There, ha To me, it was just like, why do it here? Because 
if they had just done it on Houston when he turned off a of main and was going north or whatever that direction is, going towards the school book depository before he makes that left-hand turn, you just shoot him in the face right there. Mm-hmm. He's not in the Sun Temple. He's not in Dealey Plaza yet, right? Mm-hmm. But then as soon as he turns down Elm and gets cracked, he's in the middle of Dealey Plaza. He's in the middle of the Sun Temple. So Dealey Plaza tried to find as much out about it historically that I could, but from what I found is that it was being constructed between 1934 and 1940. George Dealey, who it was named after, was alive, was a 33rd degree Mason. Um, he's, he's like the main dude that it was named after. He was like a biographer, philanthropist, like civic person in that commu- in the Dallas community. And Dealey Plaza was originally built as like a memorial to the first, I guess the first house in, in Dallas was in that area. So that's why they kind of built. Hmm. So when the, the city was first settled like forever ago, that was where the first house was allegedly. Um, Right but in the middle of all that freeway and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of idiots around there. <laughs> we moved back there. <laughs> but if you listen to Bill Cooper, um, especially if you watch his, uh, what's the, sh- what's the, um, he has that little shitty home documentary that he did that he used to sell at all of his conventions. It was like, the killing of a king or something like that. Some kind Mm -hmm. of a VHS. Anyway, you can find it on YouTube. It's really shitty to watch, really bad quality, but the information in there is pretty interesting. But he always talks about it being a sun temple. If you go back and listen to um, the mystery religion or the mystery Babylon series that is on like Spotify and Apple or whatever that he did back in the days when you were listening to him back in the 90s, uh, on his radio show, he talks a lot about it being there's only two being two there being two outdoor sun temples, meaning like the worship of sun Ra, like going back to the Egyptian times, and that like one of them outside of old Egypt, one of them was in Vatican in Rome, and then one is in Dallas, Texas, which is super strange. Hmm. And then obviously going back, we know that Rome, or so that the Egyptian empire became the Roman empire. Like that bloodline went that way and they adopted all that stuff. Like all those Egyptian like artifacts and stuff are in the Vatican, which is really mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Mike. <clears throat> yep. So <laughs> like the Vatican or like the Vatican and there is an obelisk on the north side of the uh, Dealey Plaza. So it's like right on the corner of Maine and Houston, almost directly across the street from the uh, Dallas courthouse where old Oswald ended up getting dumped Mm -hmm. and getting killed. So they have an obelisk there, and we'll talk a little bit more about the obelisk in a minute. Well... I guess I'll just say it now. It has 14 stones. It's a 14-stone obelisk, so representing the 14 pieces of Osiris. The 14th piece being the missing piece, his wiener. (laughs) His wiener. 
Dong, dog. It's dong, son. Um, Wiener? Yeah. And what's kind of interesting, if you drop a pin directly on the X where can the headshot took place over by the grassy knoll uh, as it's turning off of um, going down Elm Street, if you drop a pin right there, the GPS coordinates for the latitude is 32.77. Mm. So... 32 degrees Freemasonry and then 77 obviously re representing the ritual magic of Aleister Crowley and the book of Thelema, the Thelemic magic mm -hmm. 77, 193 or 93, one what is the other one? Flight 90 so it's 77, 93 and 1 190 or 175 yeah, something like that yeah but uh, 77, and then... It, Isn't, like, 77, like, uh, there's 77 names of the devil? Yeah. That too. So many names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, super weird. And then if you go into, like, the other, so it's 32.77, and then the rest of it is 90404, which if you add 90404 up, you get 17, which is the number representing chaos. Mm -hmm. So just really strange that that is the exact spot that he gets his grape shot off <laughs> is at 32.77 basically with chaos at the end of it yeah it's like you can't make that up mm -hmm. um and it's very strange to me that the uh that sun temple just happens to be on the 32nd you know lateral or latitude mm -hmm. it's like you know, it could have been anywhere in Dallas and it had to be the 32nd, which is the last known or the last step of Freemasonry prior to the, mm -hmm. the coveted 33rd. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing that's really weird that I noticed is if you, and I've never been there. I know some people that have, I really want to go there, but you can actually see this on Google earth. If you do the street view, but if, you stand in the middle of the Sun Temple on Main Street looking north over the top of the buildings like the School Book Depository with the School Book Depository, Daltex, and the Courthouse Meet. There's a glass skyscraper in the background that goes from four regular like square walls up to a point at the top. So as you look out there, you just see a pyramid a triangle mm -hmm. looking up over top of the oh. yeah you get the all-seeing eye looking over the mm -hmm. the sun cord and it's just like <laughs> of course <Yeah>. you know <laughs> of course that has to be there and be seen there mm -hmm. has to be the all-seeing eye right there yeah um so super strange so like i said you got the obelisk you've got that the um all-seeing eye the 32nd you know degree and then the other thing that is strange is if you look at dealey plaza like on a google map and i'll show you kind of what i did here it's nothing super scientific but it's totally awesome follow the science but if you look at so the, where the obelisk is and then you draw a line straight from the obelisk to the corner of the school book depository where the sniper's nest would have been. And then you go from the obelisk straight across the X 
where he got his grape shot off to the grassy knoll and then connect it back to the mm. school book depository, you get a right angle triangle. Mm -hmm. And the right angle triangle represented some like sex geom geometry in the Egyptian uh, religion. So, yeah. It ended up re representing the uh, sexual relationship between Osiris and Isis. So if you read, there's a book, it's a manuscript actually, but it's hard to find now. You can find pieces and parts of it, but it was a book called Kill, uh, King Kill 33 Degree, and it was written in like 1987, and this dude goes through and he writes essentially the same stuff that Bill Cooper was talking about, where he talks about all of the Masonic connections to the Kennedy assassination, but he goes deep, like really deep, like into all of like sex geometry and like all of this shit. Hmm. So that was something that was new to me, the whole right angle triangle thing. But mm. I mean, shit, dude, look at that. I mean, that's yeah, a straight up. It's a right angle triangle from obelisk to those three points you know and those two points meaning that the school book depository where oswald was supposedly shooting but where we actually know that he got shot from the front from the grassy knoll area and we do know that there was a shot that came there were shots that came from the rear mm -hmm. i mean there had to have been Connolly got shot in the back mm -hmm. yeah. you know Kennedy put, potentially got shot in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, the dude, the uh, James Tagan, yeah, dash of the yep, and, limo. yep, and then the dude that uh, James Tag that took the frag to the face that was in front of the limo. So mm -hmm. there, there has to be a connection there. So it's almost like if you know that you're going to set up that triangulated position, and you set it up knowing that this is going to be a ritual, like you've got that obelisk right there, like that's. Mm -hmm. Death it, box. Right yeah, there. it's so yeah. crazy to me, dude. And also, without that, um, the line going from the grassy knoll up to the book depository. Yeah, that's like the uh, Mason's compass. Oh, or square. Mm -hmm. Like they have the the compass and the square in their Damn, deal. Dude, look at you! I didn't even notice that. Luke's in the house, everybody. <laughs> That's good, dude. Yeah. Nerf gun extraordinary. Dude, this guy's good at nerf, and he's smart. Wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. Um, so, yeah. Just get him off of that D for once. Yeah. Can't get off D, it. D, dude. Um, <laughs> so, moving to the last part of this, kind of like the, um, the symbolism that I kind of saw in the assassination and some of the weird numbers that we've kind of talked about in past episodes, especially when we talked about the uh, Apollo program and all that stuff. So the assassination took place on November 22nd, 1963. Everybody knows that it was a Friday. So Friday being the original, like if you go back to, the old old days like that would have been technically the end of the week that was the last day before uh saturday was would be the sabbath that was originally right so everybody did all their work on fridays and i don't know if they did 
if you're ever going to do a ritual, if you were going to like sacrifice a bull or if you're going to sacrifice a kid to Molech or whatever, like maybe you did that on a Friday and then I don't, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know everybody took care of business and did everything on Friday and then nobody did really anything on Saturday. So 11, 22, 63, 11 being the number of ritual magic, right? Mm-hmm. The, the pentagram and hexagram, yep. like the coming together of the microcosm and macrocosm. Yeah, as above, so below, mm-hmm. One, you know, the mirror of each, of each other thing stuff. Um, and then obviously 22, 11 plus 11, 22. And then 11 plus 22, so equals 33. So we have the potentially the 33 degrees of Freemasonry happening on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of strange. Uh, Maine and Houston, so Main Street, so Maine, Houston, those together equal 11 letters. They took the left-hand path off of Houston, and the sacrifice to the king took the place on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Three letters. So 11, Freddy 3, Kruger. kind of strange. You yeah. know, once again, you've got 11 plus 3. You've got 13 in there, 11 in there. It's just... Or 11 times 3, 33. 33 exactly. It's just so... <clears throat> Like it's just mind-numbing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, the obelisk in Dili was made of 14 stones representing the pieces of Osiris, which the Osiris story has always been a little bit confusing to me because I've heard so many different... St- There's var- variations to the story. There's that he got cut up, you know, by Set, or was it Set? I think or so. Horus, one of the two. He gets cut up, put it in a, in a bunch of pieces, gets thrown in the river, and then... Isis goes and collects all the body parts missing the 14th being his penis. And then, you know, she has to, you know, fashion an obelisk in order to have a kid. And I think that's what they have is they have set. Mm. So maybe it was Horus. I can't remember. Maybe they had the child Horus and set was only kidding. Either way, you get it. Google it. Um, <laughs> but then there's another variation of the story where, um, he's lured into a coffin and then they put like a bunch of nails. I think it was like 72 nails in the thing. They bury him a lot. Basically they, they nail him alive in this coffin that was perfectly made for him. And then they throw him in the river. Uh, and he ends up drowning. And then the, the coffin, you know, uh, flows down river and then gets stuck in a grove of trees and Osiris ends up going and, you know, having to break him out, breaks him out. And then that's when he's chopped up into several pieces or something like that. So there's like two different variations of the story. I don't know if you guys have heard both of those. I I just heard the one. The chopped up one? Yeah. Yeah. There's another, like I said, that variation of the coffin one, which is kind Mm. of, yeah. So... And then when you look at the JFK assassins, they're potentially, I mean, from what we know, yeah, we were told that there was one assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, man with three names, um, Lee, three letters. Uh, but we know that that's all bullshit and that there was a shooter on the knoll. There was a shooter at the school book depository. And then there was witnesses that saw a shooter at Daltex, right? Mm-hmm. So... 
I think that there was potentially three different assassins. So if there's three different groups or three different assassins that symbolize to me in the Masonic ritual, the three assassins of Hiram Abiff, mm-hmm. who was the um, Mason, Grand, Ma- Grand Mason, Master Mason that was hired by King Solomon to construct the original uh, is temple in Israel. And then as he was making it, he ended up getting, the, as the legend goes, he ends up getting confronted by three um, people that were working for him, three other Masons. They asked him the questions to the, like the, um, the secret word in the Mason, in the, the Masonry. He wouldn't give it up. So they started, crack, one cracked him over the head. Second one asked him, he wouldn't give it up, cracked him over the head. Third one asked him, he wouldn't give it up cracked him over the head and the third dude ended up killing him so then they took his body they hid it waited until it was dark then they went outside the city buried him in a shallow grave covered him up with acacia wood and then the next day when no work was happening because Hiram wasn't there because he was like the main architect um king solomon realized something was wrong nobody could find Hiram, and so they went out did a search party looked for him they ended up finding the shallow grave. They found him. They pulled him out. And then they gave him a proper burial. And allegedly, in one of the uh, legends, uh, Solomon sent dudes to go find the guys that killed him. They ended up finding one in his sleep. They ended up stabbing him in the heart and the head, killed him. And then the other two, they ended up uh, capturing later on, putting him in prison, and then executing him. So three assassins of Hiram of Abiff. Hiram Abiff and then the three assassins of JFK. Hmm. Um, Kennedy being killed in the car as it traveled down Elm Street to me kind of maybe symbolized was or maybe it was representative or symbolic of Osiris being in the casket and being sent down the river, you know, dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also potentially... And I don't know. I'd need to research a little bit more, but the symbology, the symbol, the symbolism of the River Styx and how the underworld and the River Styx was uh, what divided the the world from the underworld, and that they would go under the River Styx. Well, I kind of think it's strange that he gets dumped and then goes under the Stemmons Freeway and it's, mm-hmm. comes out the other side. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching, but. Kind of seemed interesting like one potentially mm-hmm. uh, representative of the river sticks, and then uh, Isis putting together the body parts of Osiris back together. Jackie jumping out onto the trunk, grabbing pieces of him and bringing it back, and trying to give it to the doctors to fix him, like his brain, and handing pieces. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Here you go. <laughs> you know, like to me, it was Will like this help. Yeah, <laughs> now nah, he did, dog. <laughs> to me, that. That kind of like jumped out where I was like, eh, that seems, man, that's a lot like that. And then, you you know, I borrowed that book, The um, Dark Side of Camelot, you know, everybody thinking that Jackie and John Kennedy were kind of like the king and queen, you know, of mm-hmm. the U.S. And they you know, assassinated the king, they assassinated uh, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. She's collecting the body parts and trying to put him back together, make him whole again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Seemed, seemed weird. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I can tell you if I got my head my grape popped in front of the enforcer, she would probably 
not be grabbing pieces <laughs> of my brain, you know. That was just a strange, very strange reaction. Mm-hmm. Never really seen that yeah. before. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got anything she, else on that. It'd be crazy if she would have grabbed that and... <laughs> <laughs> she says, hot me! <laughs> then they shoot her. <laughs> we got the wrong one. <laughs> so this was something that was kind of that popped up in the Bill Cooper uh the Bill Cooper thing, that little documentary that he did. Um he said so nineteen sixty three when the assassination took place, well the Grand Inquisition of the Knights Templar, the Pope started actually like kinda like doing the Grand Inquisition and killing a lot of the, the Knights Templar, which is potentially where the Freemasons kind of sprung from. Uh, that that happened that started in in thirteen oh seven. So Bill actually says if you subtract nineteen sixty three from thirteen oh seven, you get six six six, which is not true. I did the math. I, math in the workplace <laughs> says using an Apple calculator that is actually six five six. So mm. you're off by ten there, Bill. It should be six one six. Yeah, right. Mm. Why? Supposedly, the true number of the beast is 616. Oh, really? Hmm. Learning things, dog. Didn't know that. Sup? No? That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but with 656, if you add 65 and 6 up, you actually get the number 17, which, once again, is the representation of chaos. So, I don't know, man. Kind of a odd coincidence there we got 17 in there twice mm-hmm. um and then this is kind of where things got a little bit weird I, f- I felt like when it came to the the numbers um the motorcade when they turned from houston onto elm and then were driving towards his death they were driving at 11 miles per hour Kind of a strange. Of course. We weren't going ten. Slow rolling down. We were going eleven miles an hour. That was very, very specific. There had to be an eleven in there. Um, once again, they took the left hand path. Left hand path of the ritual magic stuff. The assassination took place at twelve thirty. One plus two is three, and then three for thirty. You have thirty-three. Also, twelve thirty is. 1 th- 1.30 Eastern Time, which is a 13. And then the Zapruder film stuff. <laughs> this is the stuff that like I just feel like nobody could hit this. This has to be some kind of either just a crazy coincidence or it has to be like a supernatural like influence thing because there's no way for powers that be shadow government people to be able to hit these numbers just like in the uvaldi thing when we talked about those numbers there's Mm -hmm. no way for somebody to time that and be able to do that perfectly it has to be like a supernatural like occurrence that leads that or influences that Mm -hmm. so in the zapruder film the motorcade turned onto elm at frame z so zapruder 133 Hmm. So 13 and a 3, 13 times 3 is 
13 times 3 is 39, which is 93 backwards, which is another Thalemic magic number. Um, and then also 13, one, or sorry, 133 is 1 and 33. Very strange. And then from the time they turned from Elm or onto Elm to the time the shots began to fire, it was 77 frames. <laughs> On Zapruder's film. Wow. Like, how do you make that happen? And then the shots begin on Z210, and then, or sorry, uh, from when they turned, it was at 133, and then times the actual shot started, the first shot that was known, potentially the next shot, was frame 210, which is 133, 210 minus 133 is 77. And then the finale of the whole thing, the headshot was at Zapruder frame 313. <laughs> wow. So I just Totally coincidental. I don't understand how that could... You know what I'm saying? Like looking at like all of this stuff and then those numbers... Those specific numbers, and those are the same numbers that came up in Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Those are the same numbers that came up in the Apollo program. The same numbers that come up over and over again, dude. Mm-hmm. He was he was shot in the head on Zapruder film, frame number three thirteen. And what was the time again that he was shot? Twelve thirty. Or thirteen one thirty Eastern time. So I mean it's just like I I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just And there's so much more that I didn't I wasn't even able to add in here on the notes because like I I get sidetracked. I start to like do things and then something else comes up and then I go down that rabbit trail and then down that rabbit trail and then down that one and that mm-hmm. one. And then I'm like Oh shit! I gotta go back to the original thing, so I'm taking. Where the fuck was I? Yeah, exactly. So I'm taking notes for like potential future shows, and then those are getting mixed in with other notes. It's just like I don't know, man. (laughs) It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, and then, just like I said, I got off on a tangent, and since we got a little bit of time, I just I'll just explain one of the potential tangents. So the sun temple is on the 32nd degree or the 32nd latitude uh, thing. Parallel. Parallel. Well, there's a map that shows the 33rd parallel, which is above that. And that happens to run right through Atlanta. And I was like, huh. Isn't Atlanta like always in like all of these things? Like there's always something going on with Atlanta. Like uh it's like there's always a key battleground state thing happening mm-hmm. with Atlanta, you know, being the capital of Georgia. There's always yeah. something going on with Georgia. You got the Georgia Guidestones, you know, which they're actually at the, on the 34th. Uh I looked that up. But you know what else is on the 33rd? parallel roswald new mexico and the trinity test site which has an obelisk 
that is s- memorializing the first atomic bomb. Hmm. Interesting. Like it's just so strange that like those three things are all in the same, mm-hmm. you know, latitude parallel. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just, <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's like the Terminator. It never ends. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just crazy. It will not stop ever until you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give one of uh, Myers Meats mango jalapenos a go on the show. I told him I would. This is a Myers Meats mango jalapeno. If you guys want to try it. Call those the blunts. They look like blunts, dog. Those are the those are the willies, willies. Mm-hmm. Dude, these are good. But, dude, there is definitely some habanero in these things, man. I normally, actually, I've never eaten a habanero. Ooh, that is good. Dude, these bitches are spicy, but they got good flavor. But spicy. Oh, the willies. Fucking good. The willies are good. Mm-hmm. These ones are good, too. They got, like, a sweet flavor like with that mango. And then, like, an after kick with the habanero, which I've never... I don't think I've ever tasted habanero. Oh, wait. The flying pie pizza. Flying pie. The flying pie habanero pizza that they do every season. That's, a, like, super spicy shit. It's really hot. Like, I can't even eat it. It's too hot. That's the one that was on that TV show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam. Somebody. Somebody. So I'm not going to have a TV show anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for this day's episode. Anything to add? You guys could think of it. It was weird. Luke's pondering something. I can see it. I'm just pondering how good this is. <laughs> He's asking me if they were too smoky, and I'm like, I don't think so. No. It's like perfect amount. That's what I said. And he said that the women, the women folk, women folk say that it's too smoky. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like dude. <laughs> that was Luke who said that, not me. I would never say such a masculine chauvinistic comment (laughs) why don't you just mansplain to the rest of us like how they aren't smoky enough let me get my cack out (laughs) man spread here first and (laughs) listen up here's the thing between the two of those I don't know which one I could choose between Willie's and Habanero. Habanero is definitely spicy, but it's got a good flavor. He has another one that's the uh, just the pepperoni stick. He said that those ones aren't that good. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't even opened it yet. That's Luke, good stuff. Luke Man is playing them. Anyway. No. <laughs> That's going to be your spin-off podcast. <laughs> Man's playing with Luke. 
That would go nowhere. Meat sticks and mansplaining. You got damn right. <laughs> <laughs> that would go nowhere. You get suicided <laughs> faster than anybody at this table. Don't you go get no crazy ideas, man. <laughs> well, it's nine eleven. We should probably end the show right now. Any last words? Myers meets. Myers meets. You heard that right, folks. Myers meets. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs>